Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, April 12th, 2018, and this is The Ride. Hello, hello. How you doing today? Ready for a brand new day. Sun has just come up. It's lighting my path. I am feeling fine. I'm feeling fine regardless of the environment I'm in. I've got things to do today and I've got a challenge that I am trusting right now that the Lord will help me navigate this challenge today. And the reason I can tell you that I'm feeling fine about it is because not only am I just feeling fine in the physical, emotional sense, but my spirit definitely knows that God will prevail. God's will will prevail today. I don't know how I know. Maybe tomorrow when we talk again, I'll have a story to recount. I'm not sure. But God's will will prevail. Not mine, God's. How do I make sure that that happens? Well, throughout my day, I need to make sure that I'm aligning with the will of God. If I do things against the will of God, things might not work out as planned. Because what happens? We make mistakes, don't we? There are certain things in life that we cause because of our disobedience, because of our arrogance, our pride, whatever it is, I could make a decision right now, a bad decision that would affect the lives of many other people. But I want to align with God. Now, I, I had this real strong sense that we're going to do something slightly unique today. It's going to put your natural man in a corner. Is that okay? Your natural man, the man, your unrenewed part of you is going to be put in a corner and it's one of these fight or flight situations I'm just kind of preparing you right now okay this will be one of those days I believe that can make a huge difference in how you view yourself how you view God how you view others how you view this thing we call life I hope I haven't hyped it up too much in, in one sense, I don't think you could hype it up enough, what we're going to do. So better buckle up, all right? This, the decisions we make are important. How do I know this? Because God gives us the capacity to make our own decisions. He doesn't want a bunch of robots following him. He wants people engaged and desiring to follow him and he gives us free will to make that decision or to not make that decision. I'm hoping that you've made that decision today but you know what? If you haven't, you're in luck. You shall see. So I was reading a little bit of the word today. The verse of the day on my Bible Gateway app is Luke 9, 23 and 24. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life 
will lose it. But whoever loses their life, for me, will save it. I'm going to start this backwards a little bit. That second verse. The question is, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life will save it. The question I have for you is, do you want to save your life? If you want to, you won't. If you're willing to sacrifice it, you will. Now, this is a good question to ask because this verse kind of implies that someone would want to save it, but not everybody necessarily lives that way. I know some people who couldn't care one way or another if they saved their life. They might be the kind of people that says, well, I don't know if there's a heaven or a hell. In fact, I don't care, but just tell me the way to go so I can be with all my friends and I can party all through eternity in hell. To them, saving, saving the life doesn't mean anything. They picture a life that doesn't require saving, so why, why are we even having this discussion? Well, I know for me, in my spirit and my soul and every part of me, I know there's more to this life than just living and dying. More than just trying to make it through the day. There's more to this life. It's beyond what you can see. And there is a life that you're living that's worth saving. I think the problem people have is they don't realize that there's anything to be saved from. There's no God, there's no heaven and hell, there's there's nothing like that, I, there's nothing that would indicate that. And so why do I need to get saved? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. And it might be one of those difficult conversations to hear. But you're here, and I want to challenge you as a bold individual, as one who is willing to face the challenge that many people don't even know is a challenge. I'm trusting that you have within you this desire to find out if you're in the matrix or not. That's right. If you've seen the movie, the whole idea, the whole concept was that we we're living lives somewhat in a simulation, if you will. And the true life the true you was not known to you at all, but was plugged into the matrix. That the matrix was simply this simulation that caused you to believe that you were living your life and you were making decisions and all this stuff. But you were confused, you were deluded. So if you've never seen the Matrix movie, well, <laughs> you better watch it so you know what I'm talking about. Well, in a very similar way, you can picture our lives, what we're, you know, what I'm seeing right now, what I'm driving to, my work life, the issue that I have to deal with today. All of those things are part of my life, my bills I must pay, the cars I must fix at the mechanics, whatever it is, those are things that are part of our day-to-day -day and it's... What I am saying is a surface thing. What's really deeply going on is in the spirit. 
and your life in the spirit. And it plays out in your natural life, in the things you do, the decisions you make. But that spiritual life is where life is really happening. This is kind of superficial up here. So we truly are going through a, a life of like a science fiction thing. So if you're not into science fiction, you might not get this. But the life as you see it, it's kind of a fiction. The true life is below the surface. I don't know if this is heady and weird and all this stuff. I promise I'm going to wrap it around and, and we'll get real here. This is what I know to be true in my spirit. Is that we are individuals that live on a planet in a solar system. How did we get here? I don't accept that this is just mere chance that I'm here talking to you about something deeper than what you can see. I don't think it's chemical coincidence that we eventually got to the point where we could think about things like this. I believe we were designed. I believe in a designer. I spoke about this the other day. And I believe that that designer is a good designer and he has given us clues to himself through the word of God. That's how I see the world. That word of God and the time that Christ spent on the earth is kind of my portal into understanding those deeper things, those spiritual things. The people have gone before like Paul have preached to us through the Word of God and through their actions, their incredible actions, indicating, to me, proving that God is real, that Christ was the Son of God, and that Christ is the answer and the key to having a relationship with God the Father. In fact, the only key. When you look back at the disciples and how their lives were ended, and how they believed up to the end that what they were doing was more than just the surface, but was a real, tangible, eternal-type relationship with God. They gave their lives up. Christians all around gave their lives up during that time. Why would you do that? I mean, if you look at it just in a natural sense... Were they just hyped up? Were they all in some kind of a cult drinking the wrong Kool-Aid? What was the deal? I believe that they encountered the power of God in such a way that they gave up their lives knowing that God's for real. And the spiritual part of life was really where you find true life. But they're witnesses. I'm a witness to you. And trust me, there's times that, that I have a hard time believing. But you know, most of the time when, the, when that's happening, it's when I have made wrong decisions and I'm going down a path of disobedience. And I believe it, our enemy uses those kind of situations to turn us against the one thing that is our life. That's why it's so important that we make the right decisions and we follow the will of God daily. 
So yes, I'm reminded to get back on track. The scripture verse talked about saving our lives. Okay, so I'm hoping I'm making a point that there is a life to be saved here. Because what Christ came to tell us is that there is a life and there is a death. And there are decisions that you can make that will choose which way you go. And it's more than just the physical death. Now we're talking about something called spiritual death. And this is the death where you have no connection with the Father, our Father God. You should never have to go through that. Not now, because Jesus went to the cross. He took up his cross, which was a symbol to the people of the day of death. That's what it was. You know, we look at cross, the cross is maybe a sign of hope and maybe peace and comfort and grace and all those things. Then the cross meant one thing. You're going to die. No two ways about it. If you're carrying your cross, that meant you were going to the place of your earthly demise. Well, we're all walking one day at a time toward our earthly demise. But Christ said that we can have relationship with Him and with God the Father, an eternal relationship that never will die because God is eternal life. Jesus can make that statement because He is the one who had to experience that spiritual death. He was separated from God when He went to hell. Why? Because Jesus, when he went to hell, he carried the weight and the responsibility for all of the sin that we would ever commit or ever will commit. He took that on himself and he paid the price because sin requires a death. Sin leads to death. Well, Jesus went to death and he went more than just a human death. He he went through spiritual death. He was separated from God. But what the enemy thought was conquered, Jesus Christ paid that debt for you and for me forevermore. And he took those keys from death and hell and he swiped them. He says, no longer will this have to be the final resting place for someone who has been a sinner. I have made a way of escape. And we call it salvation. You call it whatever you want. Freedom. You have an opportunity today for freedom. But what that means is you have to decide if you're willing to carry your cross and follow him daily that's part of the scripture here. This is where your flesh gets into a corner. Your old man nature. I'm not letting you weasel out of this one. Today is a day of a question. My question is, what are you willing to give for this eternal life? Are you willing to maybe go to church every Sunday? You know, because... You know, that is a sacrifice, you know. I got things to do. You know, are you willing to do that? I'm not suggesting that that you have to do. 
Though the Bible says that we need to be with other believers and build a relationship there and strengthen one another. But let's say you're willing to do that. Is that enough? I'm telling you, absolutely it's not enough. Okay, then maybe I'll give 10% of my money. I mean, that's pretty tight, but I've heard that that's something that the Bible says we ought to do. Yeah, that's true. That's not enough. Well, maybe I'll start loving those people in my family that are unlovable. I always hate Thanksgiving because i got to deal with them. All right, fine. That's a good thing. It's noble, and you should do that. Not enough. Well, what if I start loving my fellow man? I mean, my fellow man, those people, they're not even in my family, and they are just... You're asking me to do a lot to love my fellow man. You know what? That's not enough. You say, well, what, what am I supposed to... I mean, what else am I supposed to do? The Bible says you need to carry your cross. Are you willing to forsake everything for Christ? Relationships. Are you willing to forsake them and cut them off if they're dangerous to you? Are you willing to do that? Now, just be, stay with me here. I'm not suggesting uh, to do some drastic things like divorce your family so that you can go off and be this super spiritual person. You know, you, you're missing the boat if you think that that's what I'm saying here. It's not doing that. It's are you willing to do that? Are you willing to give up the comforts of life to follow Christ? Are you willing to lay down your life to follow Christ. The scripture here says if you are willing to lay down your life and give up your life, you will find true life. Your life you will save. I'm not letting you weasel out of the corner right now, old man nature. And by the way, I'm preaching to myself. You know this. You can't get out of the corner. You have to Make a decision. Today's a decision day. You can decide to delay making a decision, but that's a decision. That's a decision of no. How many times will I need to tell you this before you decide, you know what, today is a day. I need to make a decision. And I need to make the right decision. And I believe the right decision for all of us is to turn away from our wicked ways and leave that dead old man in the corner. Reach for the hand of Christ who says, come out of that corner. You've got nowhere to go. You're in a corner. You can't go left. You can't go right. You can't go back. You are stuck in a corner. You've got to get out. Your one decision today will get you out of that corner. One. One decision. I'm not going to say, with everyone's eyes closed, no one looking around, if you feel like this is your time, and you want to make a decision, you raise your hand, and then I'll see that hand. No, I'm not going to do that. This is the real deal. This is where you show me, and show yourself, the bold person that you were created to be. 
You're in a corner now. You've got to make a decision. Are you going to stand up and get out of that corner and take the hand of Christ? Or are you going to wait and try to shove yourself deeper into that corner and maybe prolong this what seems like an agonizing decision. You know why it's agonizing? It's because you have a true enemy. If you're thinking about this right now and you're feeling that overwhelming, gut-wrenching, mind-numbing opposition to this, you have to ask yourself this question. Why would anything want to be keeping you from a decision like this? Especially if hey, none of this is real. Why would there be such opposition to you just saying, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step through my pride, I'm going to reach the hand of Christ, and by faith, believe he's there to take my hand. What would oppose that? You have to ask yourself, what would oppose that? I'll tell you, you have an enemy, and he is opposing that right now. But as a believer... As one who follows Christ, I have the authority to break that. It's really a curse over your life. It's a curse over all of our lives. And as Christians, we have broken free from that curse. And we have put our heel on the neck of the serpent. And you're about to. Christ's hand is out there for you to grab a hold of. As you grab it, you stand up and you put your heel on that serpent. That's a picture of where Satan, the devil, really is. He's not an equal to God. He's not even close. But today is your decision day. Lord, we thank you that you are with us right now. And thank you for showing us your word that there are certain things that we need to give up to follow you. And it's the very thing that we have always held dear. It's, it's who we are. But Lord, we know we need you. So we're reaching out, grabbing your hand today. Every one of us, whether we've been saved before or if this is the first time. Lord, today, like we carry the cross daily, today we will reach out our hand to you. We'll grab it. We'll stand up and we'll walk into new ways today. Lord, we're willing to give all. Amen. Well, I hope that if you've never done that before, that you will continue to put your trust in the Lord every day. And no matter what types of storms you might face during the the time we have left on this earth, always lean into God. He will never forsake you. And get with some people that are like-minded, who love Christ in a way that sacrifices their life. And I thank you for listening in today. Today was a very good cleansing. So stay in the word and live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And if you ever feel like looking back into that corner where that old man was left, just take a moment and look down at your heel and remember that you have authority over that enemy. God has the rest of everything for you. You don't need to go back into that corner. I'm looking forward to hearing good things about how your life has opened up because that corner is now in the past. And I will see you on the flip.